With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. Overcoming difficult life situations is not an easy task, and that road to resiliency looks different for everyone. George Cisneros was sexually assaulted as a child, suffered drug and alcohol addiction, and was sentenced to prison. After finding faith and connecting with his Potawatomi culture, Cisneros has turned his life around. He's now the Forest County Potawatomi Community Prevention Advocate. One way he helps others is by sharing his own story. I'm a true believer on we recover loudly so people don't have to suffer and die in silence. When I was growing up, everything was hush-hush, you know, the drinking, the fighting, the sexual assaults on a reservation, anywhere, you know. In my household, it was what happens here stays here. Cisneros and others will be sharing their stories during the Power of Resiliency event tonight at the Forest County Potawatomi Community Center. I hope people can get some kind of hope out of it and know that there's help out there. We have all the resources available for whatever anybody is struggling with in our community. The Power of Resiliency event is tonight at 5 p.m. Doors open at 4.30. The event is open to the public. Ages 13 and older are encouraged to attend. Wisconsin is helping out other states trying to rebuild a population of sturgeon. Members of the Wisconsin Sturgeon Program are shipping sturgeon eggs from the Badger State to the Peach State and others. Margaret Stadig is a Winnebago Lake sturgeon biologist. They'll collect eggs and they'll collect sperm or milk um, to fertilize their eggs, and then they'll drive them all the way back down to Georgia and Tennessee to raise a little sturgeon, and then they kind of send them to the areas and locations that have rehabilitation programs. Wisconsin's sturgeon population wasn't always as good as it is today. A century ago, they were in trouble until stricter regulations were put in place. Stadig says it's taken a lot of work to get numbers back to normal, and they're hoping to help other states to not repeat their mistakes. All of those regulations just have continued to be tweaked and adjusted, um, and all of that to make sure that the management of the species continues to just thrive. She said it's important to help other states with their populations because when it comes to keeping the species alive, it's best not to put all of the sturgeon eggs in one basket. While Wisconsin's sturgeon population is strong, Stadig said it's important to keep other populations just as strong in case a natural disaster or disease hits a particular area. This story is courtesy of WAOW Television. The Vilas County Clerk of Courts warns arrest warrants may be going out for some people who haven't paid fines or fees. Clerk Beth Solto says her office has worked with the Wisconsin State Debt Collection Agency and the Wisconsin Department of Revenue to collect court-ordered financial obligations. However, she says those methods have not been successful in some cases. Solto says some of these cases are being forwarded to judges to request arrest warrants for failure to pay. She says they don't like to use that method and only do so when other methods have failed. She encouraged anyone with outstanding fines or fees to get them paid off. You can go to the Wisconsin Circuit Court Access website and search for your name under Pay Fees to see if you have any outstanding obligations. A Republican prosecutor is asking the Wisconsin Supreme Court to decide whether state law bans abortions before the case goes through any lower appellate courts. The U.S. Supreme Court's 2022 decision to overturn Roe v. Wade reactivated an 1849 law that conservatives argued banned abortion. A Dane County judge said last summer the legal language in the ban does not use the term abortion, so the law only prohibits attacking a woman in an attempt to kill her unborn child. 
Sheboygan County District Attorney Joel Ermanski is appealing that ruling. He filed a petition Tuesday asking the state Supreme Court to take the case without waiting for a decision from a lower appellate court. Governor Tony Evers has signed into law a bipartisan measure that requires the University of Wisconsin-Madison to admit all high school students who finish in the top 5% of their class. All other UW campuses would have to admit those in the top 10% under the measure Evers signed Tuesday. The new law is part of a deal reached between the legislature and the university in December, and it also limits diversity positions at the system's two dozen campuses in exchange for money to cover staff raises and construction projects. Evers said the new law will help address the state's worker shortage. With election season already underway, some state election officials are expressing frustration that Congress has yet to allocate federal money they have come to rely on. They needed to help cover the costs of securing their systems from attacks, updating equipment, and training staff. Wisconsin election officials have used previous federal money to provide grants to local election offices that have helped them to boost their technology support and training. They have also been able to buy new voting equipment and mail ballot envelopes, according to Megan Wolf, the nonpartisan administrator of the Wisconsin Elections Commission. Wisconsin is part of a movement to reduce livestock emissions by converting manure into energy sources. There are calls for a careful approach. Mike Moen explains. Anaerobic digesters create biogas by removing methane from livestock waste. The gas can then be used for electricity, heat, or vehicle fuel. Supporters say the process limits methane from reaching the atmosphere. The USDA's REAP program helps fund these projects on farms in Wisconsin and elsewhere. Andy Olson with the Environmental Law and Policy Center says the jury's still out on the effectiveness of digesters, and he urges the USDA to keep science in mind when considering these projects. There's how things work on paper, and then there's how things work on the ground. And there's a lot of space in between the two. Olson says the industry still needs to overcome challenges like methane leaks. Skeptics of this technology say, among other things, federal funding incentivizes participating farms to expand their operations, creating more nuisance issues for surrounding communities. Still, Olson says the industry should be given time to address the shortcomings. I'm Mike Moen. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.